Hi. Oh, no. oh wow, what enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hey! Hey, hey, hey! Episode 8. Is it? Yeah, episode yeah, eight. It's it's eight. Wow. episode 8 of Challenger Behaviours. We're here. Look how far we've come. Look how far yeah. we've matured. Yeah. What do we talk about in this episode? What do we talk about? Well, we talk about the name of the podcast itself. Yes. Challenging behaviours. Challenging behaviours. Adam gives us a good good rundown and point about the phrase and how we shouldn't shy away from it. I monologue for a little bit. Yeah, you do. It's good. It's interesting. Almost your own solo episode, which you said you would never do. Fuck. Pretty much got there. Oh, yeah, we swear. <laughs> we do yeah. Gone swearing. back to the swearing. We yeah. almost, well, no, we did quite a lot in the intro of the last one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. squeezed it in. Uh, and we also uh, talk about Dispatcher again, a bit at the end. Yeah, just um, a bit at the end. It's, um, um, it's good, though. Pose some we, questions to Jack. We hear some of Tom's extreme views. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Let's yeah, find out. Tom is Better be a joke. looking quite fed up of... <laughs> uh, do, do, do the Twitter, do the tweeting. Um, we're on Twitter at Challenging Pod, and then Jack is on Twitter. Wasps kill bears. And I'm on Twitter with at Rapid Rider One Two Three, which is weird because we didn't know each other when we set up Twitter. And now we've both got, got animal-related animal Twitter names. But yeah, sweet. Cool. Enjoy. Uh, or don't do what you want. Challenging Behaviours is the podcast and what we're talking about. Yes. Ugh. So we had a request from Fran on the first episode we did, we where did. she asked you to explain a conversation that you and her have had Yes. about the word, the phrase challenging behaviours and yes. what it's used and or how it's used and how it's seen by people. Yeah. And I kind of just take it away because me and Jack will listen and... Give you, if you give to tell you what we think, but oh. it's your it's your moment to shine. Oh God! Um, so we went to a meeting, um, Fran and I, a conference, and um, and this it sort of ties into something else I wanted to talk about in the last episode um, with the language that um, that people were using, um, and uh, but anyway, so. We went to this conference and it was about positive behavior support. And at one point we were, um, the people delivering showed a video of a doctor, I think, who was talking about challenging behaviors. And um, he was just sort of explaining what is meant by that, I suppose. And he used the word aggressive a couple of times. Um, now that I didn't really um, notice when he was using it, but um, we were asked for feedback on the um, on the video afterwards. And one of the um, other people attending said that she'd really liked um, she'd really liked the video and was on board with most of what he was saying. Um, but then she noticed that he kept saying aggressive. He kept using the word aggressive or aggression and, and it, and it, uh, sort of rubbed her up the wrong way. Um, she didn't, she didn't, you know, she had a problem with that, 
that word being used as a as a descriptor um, and just wished that he hadn't been saying it because that put, put her off the video um, and, you know distracted from everything else that he was saying and I had a sort of a it started a conversation between Fran and I on the way home because I don't like that sort of um, uh, like Ner nervousness and sort of jumpiness around language like that. I mean, we've talked about it before. I, I really, really am into the language that we use and, and can be particular about it. But um, the use of the word a a aggressive or aggression, I didn't have a a, a particular issue with um, because sometimes that's you know it's an accurate. It can be an accurate yeah. word, um, but in professional circles, particularly in this, in the, the sort of PBS circles, um, PBS positive behaviour support, yeah. you know, which is all about sort of uh, you know recognizing um, behaviour as a language, as a way of communicating unmet needs, um, and I guess the danger is that using words like that um and even just using the word the term challenging behavior to try and bring it back back around sort of puts the emphasis on the it puts a negative emphasis on the behaviors and it put and it and it sort of characterizes the individual as being aggressive or violent was the word in that in the last episode in that vi the video that we watched I'm scared of my autistic child. Violent, they said quite quite a lot, and I wondered how people would be reacting to the use of that word. I know, as I say, in certain circles, that would be fr frowned upon, that use of language. Um, but I think... I sort of wanted, wanted to challenge the... Um, so apprehension and discomfort around the use of the term challenging behaviors um because i it doesn't for me it's not a, a there there's there's a, a sort of a bit of a movement to use phrases like behaviors of concern or behaviors that challenge you know people sort of skirt around the use of it and on the one hand i'm absolutely so i use all I use all of them, you know, depending on the con context and depending on the sentence. But um, I, you know, people skirting around the term challenging behaviours is not... That's something I... I, I, I am a little sort of stubborn about. I don't see it as an inherently negative um, term. I do have an issue with... the term challenging behaviors used as a diagnosis yeah um which i've seen many times you see it on behavior support plans um or you know or just sort of pen portraits for assessments you know somebody this you know joe boggs has uh you know diagnosis of autism learning difficulties and challenging behaviors like yeah. that I, that i have an issue with like it's not a it's not a diagnosis it's a you know it's a it's a sort of a description of a yeah. vague description of somebody's um you know certain aspects of somebody's behavior um 
but I think, um, like for me, the word the term challenging behaviors has always been. I've I've always felt quite aware that the behavior is challenging because it's because of the way it impacts on you. Like it's challenging to yeah. you. It's not necessarily challenging for the for the yeah for the individual. Um, so it's been important to address your own behaviors your own approaches um and your own um sort of anxieties around things because that's where the difficulty um you know it can be where the difficulty comes in um but i also thought that it's um like there's a sense in which it's a it's a it can be a good thing to challenge like when we're we're named the podcast after it it's a good thing we we feel to challenge to challenge people's behaviors right it's um it can be a positive a positive thing and um it's sort of in, in interesting that it's um you know when it's associated with autism or learning difficulties it's automatically Negative, you know. If I it's, think that's uh, the only, it's the only context I've ever actually heard it used in. It has a kind of a link, almost, where mm. you hear the phrase "challenging behaviours." I've only ever heard it used, and I've worked in, you know, all sorts of different um, sectors. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, the, the the phrase where I hear the the phrase "challenging behaviour," I've heard. I mean, ever you heard it used is in the context of people with learning difficulties when anyone has, we all have a challenging behaviour, I imagine. You know, I just threw something at Tom. Oh, <laughs> Jack's being challenging. I've got a challenging behaviour. <laughs> and now Tom is going to challenge that behaviour right now. Am I? Um, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Like it's, And it's interesting that it is instantly negative, like you were saying, mm. for when it's to do with that area, when actually, you know, when when a sort of seven or eight year old says maybe like challenges their teacher on something, it's normally seen as quite like, can be seen as quite good. Like everyone be like, oh, he's, he's, he's calling people out. He's, you know, he's picking up. Yeah. Things. Like he's, he's, he's sticking it to the man. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, well, that's really great. That's really good. Of it. Oh, what an eight year old. But when someone with autism doesn't do exactly what is seen as yeah. they should be doing, it's suddenly like, oh, it's, oh, it's challenging. It's really and I actually challenging. said at the time, um, I remember now like I, I I've always loved um because I, I I love the sort of um like you know studied language and language acquisition and development um, etc I've always been fascinated by um the stage of a child's development where they'll well they'll push Start boundaries yeah. you know um, where they don't just do what you've told them to do they're, they rage against the machine they rage against the machine the toddlers will um, you know hear you say no don't do that don't go there understand what you've said and then go and do it anyway to because that's how you find you figure out where the line is yeah. you know you push against it and see what happens um, and then when the consequ- consequences of that um, behaviour or uh, um <laughs> like un- yeah. understood you know then then you know whether um yeah you figure out where the line is like but i love that sort of natural um sort of mischievousness and that yeah. natural compulsion to push against those boundaries and see what is a what is a real uh you know 
brick wall and what is yeah. what is and it's not. also learning about how other people react to things too. Yeah. so you're, you're you're pushing people's buttons to yeah you're learning yeah. like what could potentially you know make someone annoyed sad whatever yeah it you're, could be it's an important thing how to interact with people in a way yeah yeah and and I th- and there's also like there's also the, the sense in which it's um like a challenge a challenge can be a good a good thing like i've i've left jobs because i've been i've gotten bored and they're not a challenge anymore and you're looking for 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 new challenges you know uh, a a, cha- a challenge and even in a challenging behavior that's um that you're having to uh negotiate a challenge can be an opportunity to do something better or to you know yeah negotiate or fi- figure out a you know a positive pathway for both of you it doesn't have to be a just a just a purely negative thing you know but it's it, it's thought of as as one automatically and i think that's a that's a shame um I would rather the culture was to rise to a challenge than to shy away from the the you know language around around it. Um, That's a very good point. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I, was, I, I missed part of it because I was out of the room, but um, that ending bit sounded great. Oh, super, thank you. Um, it was good. I was there. It was good. <laughs> so, uh, I stuck to the whole thing. That was a savage move. I, mean, I don't mean to. Um, yeah. So I ha- and I have a. Let's say like words like aggressive and like violent. I can understand that's a. It's a very that, emotive word. That is quite well. an emotive that's word. You're but talking about the word trigger. Yeah. It's very emotive. Yeah, and words like sort of. I guess I'll, t- I'll just I'll just use James as an example because it's it's kind of a go-to example for me because I spent so much time with him. But um, and I know that his family won't mind yeah. me being honest um, about it. But his um, there are there are words you can use around around his, some of his behaviours like aggressive and uh like sort of like v- volatile the the situation can be very very delicate at times where you really need to you know pick your words carefully and try um to engage or disengage in the in the right way it's quite it's quite a diff- you know tricky thing to um uh to 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 do to get right um sometimes and i feel like being overly sensitive about the use of certain words doesn't it like from 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 a from a certain point i think you have to call a spade a spade like having um like a, just a really negative attitude towards words like aggressive just prevents you from being able to talk about things honestly yeah. and 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 actually um, sort of validate the experiences of the, the parents and families yeah. and the yeah so the individual. If, right? if something's happened to you and you've experienced it as being as aggressive, that's 
you can't be wrong about how you felt something was. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe it'd be wrong to put that label on it from outside. Sure. But if, it, if you're describing your own experience, there's say aggressive that's how you felt it's not you should ne- it's, there's, you can never be wrong about how you feel like if you felt in any way uncomfortable um if you're in any situation with anyone with like learning difficulty or disability you know you're not wrong for feeling uncomfortable that's your feeling um that's i mean it's you know it's something to be aware of and to raise your awareness about but you can't you can't like be you're not wrong for having any kind of feeling at least that's what no, I, I yeah, I agree, I agree. But I even think from a certain... It's not just about being outside of it, um, because I think it's... Again, you have to use accurate signifiers, accurate labels for um, for things. And if if, if a, if a behaviour presents as aggress- aggressive or, or, you know, looks like sort of host- hostility and you use those words, I think so a big part of it is having a good relationship and a good rapport with the, you know, the, the person and their family members so that you can be, um, you know, use honest language, but that the emphasis doesn't... The, the problem is when you blanket term, and I guess the anxiety is that you're using language like that, you're dismissing the cause, you know, because James is so... I feel like it's such a given that I don't need to. I don't feel like I need to explain and qualify the word. And I didn't. I know that I don't with um, his family. But saying that he has aggressive, um, you know, behaviours, and that he does, and that he, yeah, doesn't mean that it's um, that I don't understand that it's coming from a place of distress, you know, and high yeah. anxiety. Like he's, and and you don't need to. You shouldn't have to. I mean, that's you want the support around him to be. Um, really um, sort of professional and effective and warm and caring and actually you know actually give a shit about this person and their life and their well well being so and then so that and then like you don't need to I don't feel like I need to put that qualifier on every time and say he's a warm loving loving like funny kind young man who you know people love spending time with um you know saying that he has aggressive behaviors and that he can be quite you can be quite volatile like it's 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 true <laughs> you know it doesn't take away from the yeah. from all the the great things about him and his personality and it bugs me that you that i mean of course you have to use appropriate language and if you don't know people um you don't just want to be using dismissive language like um in, like strong words like that but um I guess the point I'm trying to get to is that it's not just about the word aggressive. Um, it's about how conscious and conscientious you are around around language and your approach, yeah. you know. But just getting twitchy about a word, you know, full stop is it's not a helpful approach, I don't I don't think. What do you boys think? I'm talking for way too long. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it's one of those things that it it yeah it depends on when it's used and what what it's used for exactly and it, there are times when you do there are certain words that you do 
you do have to use but it's about yeah like you were saying recognizing that that doesn't take away from like in that video that we spoke about in the last episode where he said that five percent of the time his child has these aggressive behaviors but 95 percent of the time he's great yeah he's lovely he and not that he's not great but at any point that sounded like he kind of he hates him for five seconds like no but like you know what i mean like but it shouldn't yeah it doesn't need i think it's a bit it's sometimes yeah you do but i think maybe there's an issue to be drawn with word choice when like you were saying it can be slapped on as kind of just just as oh that's what happens and oh he's doing that thing oh that's that's a bit challenging or it's like if it's not deemed but it just gets put on because it's behavior that people don't necessarily understandable people don't really see as people don't want to deal with or people don't want to have to you know mm. like if, if someone's not behaving in a or you know if someone's pointing out like something that you're doing that's wrong but you like you know you might say yeah you might be like oh that's oh, that's, that's some challenging behavior like it's it, it can be used as a bit of a cop out for basically explaining it's a bit open-ended the idea but it's and I think that's maybe where I draw an issue with the phrase of just like slapping it on any behaviour yeah, that's yeah. not that's not well, what you are looking for or something like that. I've, I've struggled a bit with my words there, but you know, like that would be my issue with it. But I think it, it it's not. Yeah, like you were saying, words like aggressive and things like that. I I can understand the where people come from when they try to avoid using them. But yeah, yeah. So can I? And you shouldn't use them flippantly. Yeah, you shouldn't. Um, just I'm not out. saying that every, every word should be fine, and yeah, you know, just use whichever word is um, feels most accurate. Like, and because I I did bump up against the use of the word violent in that. Um, yeah, the like repeated use of the word violent, but they could have reframed and re sort of structured it so that they so that it was clear. You know these. Um, that you know that it's only five percent, and that I mean they did say it, but the emphasis seemed to be on the yeah, on the violence like a there. Remark towards the end. Yeah, there was not a, enough after showing you know various images of them with eye patches and scratches. Yeah, yeah, um, and I think it's like for me, it's always it always comes down to you know when you have a really good my my the first thing I'll I aim to, to do um, when working with new people and new families is to build that rapport, right? Build some trust and get to know people um, and build up a relationship so that you can feel more comfortable being honest and, as I say, calling a, a spade a spade. Because by the time you, because if you do that, then um, people know that you that you're not f- flippant, you know, and you do care about what you're doing and you care about the people that, um, that you're working with. Um, you know, when you have a good relationship with, uh, the f- you know, James's family, I feel like I can say pretty much whatever I want, want, you know, because they know that I care about what's going on. Um, I care about how he's doing and I really want to get things right. I think when you, as a professional, when you have that sort of approach, um, and you have that relationship, then it's you know you have to worry about the um, sort of little things like like that so much. You should always be conscientious, but it's about treating people as people firstly, right? <laughs> um, not about the I think I think the argument just over the language is 
is is distracting. Is not really the point. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, so back to so challenging behaviors themselves. So, uh, say you just went up to any people on the street. Um, <laughs> and said the word, said the phrase "challenging behaviors" to them. What do you think would be the behaviors that people would think of straight away as a, as a challenging behavior? Ooh, I don't know. Is it? It comes back to what? Because I wonder if there's a cert, there's a lot of people would think challenging behavior is what you've been talking about is aggression. And yeah, a lot of the a lot. That would probably I would expect that to be people's yeah. go to, you know, biting, kicking, punching. Exactly. Where whereas I just um so say like back when I was younger and I was doing like an occupational therapy session, there were times where I just refused to do what I needed to do. Yeah. Is that not a challenging behaviour? It is a challenging behaviour, yeah. But do you think that uh phrase would be used in that situation or would it just just get used for the as a almost like a delicate way of saying Instead of using the word aggressive, they're saying, ah, oh, it's a challenging behavior rather than saying, ah, oh, they're being aggressive. Would you say it is a blanket term that gets used for it any can behaviors be, yeah. that are in any way, well, whatever that might be, challenging to anyone? It can be, it can be. And I think that's, the, the, that's a, it's maybe a good example because I think that speaks to the idea that what what I can get on board with around the anxiety around that um, term is that it, it you need to know that the people that are using it are looking beyond the behaviour and beyond the challenge of it and looking at the cause of it. Um, as I say, looking at behaviour as a language and um, recognising that if, if somebody's just refusing to do something, it's probably because they're finding it Difficult. difficult and embarrassed yeah, and um yeah struggling it's easier to just sort of be obstinate and refuse refuse to do it you know um if if a and if a situation if there are sort of uh, you know sensory overload situations for example um and the only and you, for say some some non-verbal um, people experiencing a sensory overload or just really needing somebody to get the fuck out of their face if you can't if you can't verbalize that then it's a really effective it can be a really effective way of communicating that you don't want people around you if you slap them <laughs> or you know or you know or hit them or bite them that's that, that's a it's it is communicating something. It's not an arbitrary sort of hostile action because the person's a criminal or something. Yeah. It's 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 commun communicating something important. Important. You need to be able to. Past a certain point, it doesn't matter what language you use around the behaviours. You need to be recognising that something is being communicated. Something is trying to be. Somebody needs you to understand something, and you need to be listening with more than just your ears. You know, um, and worked with somebody once. Maybe careful, but I worked with somebody once who would um, rip their clothes up and off. Yep. Um, if you're in a shop, for example, and they wanted to take, um, you know, to buy something, they're non-verbal, and they 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 picked it up, and the staff a staff member would, you know, grab it and put it back. If that happened a couple of times, you know, they would get 
sort of angry and rip their clothes off and then within moments you're stood like there a with a naked person in the middle of um you know yeah, I've worked with someone who does that too. Yeah, Primark <laughs> or, or wherever. That's a fucking challenging situation. Yeah. Like that's really, and it's and it's a really, it's a really really effective way of of. Uh, I don't want to say getting what you want because I, I don't want the emphasis to be in the wrong place. But it's it's a it's an effective way of Showing. stopping people from like being obstructive in yeah. what you want to um, what you want to do. You know, that's a good way of getting people to. Leave you alone. Okay. Like, so next time, listeners, if you need someone to leave you alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just whip your kegs just take, off. Just take your off. <laughs> but I think it's also it's important to bring up because we've spoke about this before. Um, is that yeah, like slapping challenging behaviour on something is kind of that. That's not it. Like you can't. Like it's not just like oh, well, that's just some challenging behaviour. Mm. Nothing we can do about that because actually, like. You know, wanna. This is. I'm going to quote you here, um, oh. but you know, you, as you always say, and it's it's true, is that every behaviour tells you something. Like they, it, it's it, a language. It, yeah, exactly. exactly. And you, the 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 problem is if you fall into a trap of just saying, "Oh, that's that's just some challenging behaviour." So and so does oh, does. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's his diagnosis. Yeah, he's, he's got challenging behaviour. Yeah, uh, so yeah. that's what. Uh, yeah, Joe Joe blogs is that's that's just challenging, but don't worry Probably, about that. Probably, yeah, we don't. You might not want to work with him because he's he's got challenging behaviour. But actually, you know, yeah, it's really you, sad. That's that's a misuse of the phrase. Where yeah. actually, if you if you recognise that there are behaviours that are challenging, but you need to work, they're telling you something, and they're telling you something that you can then work with. It's not yeah. just a, it's not just a case of saying, oh yeah, well that's just that's just that challenging thing that this person does, you know. Yeah. yeah, just let them do it and then continue when they're finished. Like, yeah, and that's what I mean. That's it's you. Yeah, you have the opportunity then to learn something and to 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 like do things differently, to rise to the situation and how and how, try and communicate with that person in a in a more exactly. productive and um, yeah po- positive way. Um, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and why shouldn't people be challenging if yeah. challenging you? Um, well, why shouldn't we be challenging? We're challenging. We're trying to challenge things that go on, you know. But we're not labelled as sort of. Well, we're, t- we're labelled. Yeah, that's our title. We've labelled ourselves <laughs> literally because you both got. But the, you know, uh, it's not. It's not seen badges. as like. It's not seen as a bad thing that we're doing it. You know, it's seen as seen as kind of like oh, good. You know, they're trying to make their point hurt. That's great. Mm. But when when people who have like autism or learning difficulties do it it's seen as like oh my god challenging there's more challenging behaviours it's seen as like a issue when like you know obviously we're going about completely different ways and like this varies but actually you know we're we're proud to be challenging you know we're proud to be making our point as as is this um this campaign that sent us badges the hashtag I am challenging behaviours you know the p- people are proud to be challenging but actually for some reason Obviously, I'm not saying that all behaviour... There's, there's a difference between the adjective adjective and the verb, is basically... Yeah. There's a difference between describing something as challenging or challenging something. Yeah, true. But at the same time, <laughs> they are the same thing. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> but yeah, and also, I feel like we should make... like we, Obviously, we've explained, but just... We're not making light of different behaviours and we're not saying that behaviour isn't 
necessarily. I don't even like the word behavior. Yeah, I'm just using. Why not? I say it just has a like the connotations of like where you'd say like bad behavior. That's bad behavior. Being yeah, naughty. but behavior is just everything. Behavior is everything act, we but, do, yeah. and like, but that's not what it gets used right used for, really, is it? That's sure. But yeah, um, it almost has a negative connotation to it. I want to yeah. make it yeah, maybe. clear. Not that I don't think it's clear enough already, but like we're not From we're not undermining that um, that behavior can be like you know. Actually, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just I don't want to make like because obviously we're like oh well, we're sat here challenging and but when other people want to challenge other like there's there is differences obviously. Just, yeah. Well, behavior can be yeah. incredible. Behaviors can be incredibly challenging. We just you yeah, know gave an example. But behaviors can also be very positive. Mm. Yeah. And but if you, it's, if you slap a label on someone saying they've got challenging behaviour, then people will be looking out and thinking, "Oh, anything they do that's not that's not something that you personally might do, you just see as challenging, as opposed to seeing it as sort of it can be sometimes behaviour can be really like really it's a good it's a great way to learn. Like I learned loads from, from I mean, Connor, yeah, it's a learning because, opportunity because he would do things differently to how I would have done them, but actually it taught me that you know I shouldn't really give a shit what people think about what I like to do. What makes me happy it makes me. You know, mm. and that obviously that's not that doesn't come under the bracket of challenging behaviour, but it's still a it's still a level of like you know you're learning and it's it's easy though to just say oh well that's that's just how he is you know I I've, I'm going to keep doing me and not learn anything from it like you know this I guess I'm saying the emphasis should be on your the empathy you have and the way that you approach. Um, uh, you know, approach a behaviour and situation. How how much effort you're putting into try and understand the causes, the function of it, and um, you know, and and how you can help an individual communicate in you know in more positive ways. The emphasis it bothers me when the emphasis is just on the, the particular word that you use, not being the most comfortable. That no, yeah, no, sense. that does, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess that's that's challenging behaviors addressed. Is well, it, it is, or is that uh, we've got time? Yes, we got, we got time. So, Tom, I believe you wanted to quiz me, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's like just uh, a, five, five, ten minutes. Or yeah, something. I mean, Adam might have some questions. I don't know, I don't, I don't know. Um, he doesn't, he, he <laughs> might come up with some. Um, I might, yeah, not really, uh, though. I thought it was a good after I got it listening to your solo solo outing episode 6 just uh, boom 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 listen to it it's really good um you're talking about dyspraxia and how and basically i i, I mean i don't want to i don't want to paraphrase or undermine it or anything but you so you spoke about all sorts but mm-hmm. the bit like bulk of it was your experiences with dyspraxia and sort of how growing up with it and things like that felt and i just had a few questions for you or i i say few i've got one and then i might lead into more okay um, i just wanted to interestingly elaborate on the bit you there was one point we were talking about whether or not you felt like you had a learning difficulty mm-hmm. and firstly I wanted to know is it is it classed as a learning difficulty I don't even know okay. I have well, no idea so the fact but, that you don't know so yeah that's I, interesting if I recall there's a point where I say makes learning difficult difficult yeah but learning is difficult for everyone so I'm, <laughs> it's, yeah uh, it's, I guess if you went lit in the literal sense it's a whatever it is condition whatever um that makes learning more difficult so in that way it is 
technically a learning difficulty. Yeah, it's a learning complication. It's a learning complication. <laughs> a learning challenge. Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was just interested in that whole thing. And does that is that something that you think about a lot, or is it not too um, big a deal? Just because I I I'm interested to know whether you think because it's obviously people always putting people in boxes. Do you yeah. feel like people have tried to put you in a box? I'm <laughs> 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 no, just interested. Uh, not really, but I think that's because a lot of the time people don't know. Okay. Um, so it's kind of under the sort of bracket which I think people call like a hidden... I think, I think they usually say disability. Things like dyslexia... ADHD, things that you like you wouldn't know yeah just by looking at someone which there's a lot to unpack there that's probably a whole episode <laughs> in itself mm. um so i've never felt that way and usually when people do find out they don't know what it is anyway so i mean i was i didn't I mean, um i wasn't but i've no i had nothing to say when you talked yeah. like, like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay so in that sense no i don't think i've ever been felt like i've been put in the box um, and I haven't, I think because I haven't felt like I've needed to put myself in a box is why I don't know Yeah. where, which box I would go into if I were to <laughs> climb into a box. <laughs> keep talking about boxes now. <laughs> the, um, I, yeah, it was, I was just interested because I've uh, been, been meaning to, well, I really want to do an episode on education and things like that. Mm-hmm. And people with learning difficulties going through school. I'd say um, in school is where... I definitely felt like stuck out a lot more. Um, okay. So do you think that it was, it's one of like, actually in your interactions with people day to day, it's not really a thing, but maybe like when it was, when you're in like a structured sort of school environment, yeah, it was and made when, a thing. When I'm surrounded by people like constantly, yeah. like every day who, you know, get to know me every day. It's going to be a thing. I can. I didn't even mention this. I remember one person in school used to just call me hand eye because hand eye coordination issues. Oh, you And I don't think he even meant it in like a. Did you tell him like, he didn't like it? No, I didn't. Because at the time I was just like, you're literally just saying the word hand eye. Yeah. <laughs> like you didn't even know. Yeah, so this is not really like that. Yeah. <laughs> You don't even know what you're saying. Really, you're just saying hand eye because you think it's funny. Um. And often I felt it was like he would say it because he couldn't think of anything smart to say. So <laughs> oh, it's just oh his yeah, uh, hand eye, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take that, um, you know. And doing any kind of you no, know, it's it's not school is one of the few places where you do work and then you have to show your peers your work. Yeah, it's very yeah. rarely where me and Adam be working in the office and I have to be like, okay, this is what I've done today, <laughs> and uh, read him out bits and uh, show him terrible drawing slash handwriting and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's interesting. The opposite. Yeah, you're expected to share. It's it's, it's a very yeah. It's not. And plus, you know, there's people sat next to you, working right next to you, just watching, and you know. And like I, I mentioned it as well, there was a teacher who asked yeah, us working, you know, and that's not his fault. He didn't, he didn't know. I mean, probably not the best to question it in front of everyone, but as far as he was aware, I was just being lazy and not, you know, trying to write in a nice, neat way. Um, so 
I would say it, it definitely had a lot more impact in school than it does now. Um, but that's due to the environment yeah. that I was in. Yeah, sure, of course. No, yeah, no, that's... that's I, just, I was just interested in it because I found the whole piece you did piece the piece segment um <laughs> found it really interesting and yeah that was i was just interested in that yeah no that's, that's, that was my question did you have feel close for questioning i don't have anything does that do you feel uncomfortable now because you do you think comfortable the first time uh, yeah. it's probably the most i've ever talked about it yeah and you googled statistics i googled and went on one or two pages <laughs> And then did some incorrect maths as Tom just was furious about. It. Yeah, he was so angry. <laughs> you weren't actually. You did your own piece of it. It was more. It was more that I jumbled up what I was saying. Yeah, you weren't actually. Which incorrect. is one of the things but that I happens. Sent, <laughs> I sent my. Typical. And I think there was. A, I think there was also another point where I actually mentioned that you do that, and I actually jumbled up the way I said it. <laughs> I sent my text for the record for the podcast before I seemed like a dick. I sent my text before I'd heard the whole sentence because I just heard the maths oh, well, I was, I see. <laughs> no I heard you say the maths bit so I was like in the process of texting I was just like oh messed up a bit of maths but no worries and then you went on and I realised that uh, yeah Tom just attacking the guy with learning difficult yeah. maths skills <laughs> you're fucking asshole does that mean off the podcast I'm gone you're a real so, piece of work I just challenged you're going to have to replace me with Casey <laughs> yeah, yeah. Notes. <laughs> yeah no do you feel more comfortable talking about it um, I don't know because it's the first time I've spoken about it since I did it. So how comfortable do you feel right now? Not as comfortable like as the first time you guys asked me about it. Yeah, no, sorry. Well, we're going to keep asking you every episode, yeah, that's right, yeah. just until you. Yeah, we'll. renegade with the podcast. Sort so. of the kind of conclusion I came to. I wonder if that's how a lot of people with anything may feel like they don't feel comfortable describing what they're actually. Well, I think experiencing. Do you think the reason, one of the reasons, maybe you're not not like one of the reasons you were uncomfortable talking about it was because you you were like you said in the thing you don't like it to define you. Mm-hmm. So I guess talking about it is kind of yeah, in a way. Just, if I'm constantly yeah. being like Jack the Dyspraxiac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> when I was uh, like sixteen or seventeen, I liked the idea of having a band. People with dyspraxia play. <laughs> well, you're really good at Jack and the dyspraxiacs. Yeah, dyspraxia Jack and the yeah. dyspraxiacs. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's yeah. not. It's not like yeah. You, you're probably good for. I was laughing at the name, not the, the idea of a dyspraxic <laughs> band. Oh, which you clearly. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because you said today, Tom. No, you said in your podcast. You said um, you like to. You like yeah, the challenge. I like yeah. to challenge myself with that. And that was that was one of the challenges you gave yourself because yeah. obviously in like you said, I'm gonna fucking say something else now, aren't I really offensive? Why is it no. hateful? Oh I'm just kidding. I fucking hate everyone. <laughs> um no, but isn't you you were saying that it it affects your, your hand eye coordination. Hand eye. Yeah, as that <laughs> as that um lovely boy in your school said. To be fair, he's actually a really nice guy now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Fair play. Does he still call you hand eye? No. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen him for years, but last time I saw him. Yeah, so you said it affected your hand-eye coordination, but you still challenged yourself and smashed smashed out some ukulele. And I think maybe that's a metaphor for the way that services should be provided, where instead of saying, no, you can't do something, just because, supposedly, it might be more difficult if your hand-eye coordination struggles. Mm-hmm. Jack's clearly proved that, not just in the ukulele, you've done other 
Thanks. I'm sure. But That's I just <laughs> He literally just plays ukulele. He's playing it right now. No, um, but it's it's like, yeah, you've just shown that actually just because you've been told that your hand eye coordination might not be that great doesn't mean you can't do whatever. I don't think yeah. I don't want other people sat in the bath so I can't do something though. Okay. Well now um, I just seem like more of a fucking dick. I'm just assuming assuming <laughs> can't do things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going what you said in your, in your solo episode. I know, I'm just... Uh, I don't want to get hate on. Just, just... Check Revel, you up. Revels in Tormenting Tom. I really oh. do. <laughs> For the podcast, Jack is doing this deliberately. He's not actually offended. And I haven't said anything that's offended him. Um, I'm pretty offended having to I've already forgotten what you just out. asked me. No, I just said that, do you think maybe... Um, like oh, I can't remember I was just talking about I was talking about the fact that you said you challenged yourself to do the ukulele and actually you know you re- you're really great at the ukulele do you think maybe that should be something people take on board in like a, in school systems or in any sort of work where they kind of instead of because you know how sometimes people shy away from certain things or activities yeah. because they're just they don't want to give it a go yeah because, the, you know there are things I still do that with it's not yeah no I'm not saying but I just mean like do you think I'm really struggling to get my point coherently, but isn't do you think maybe that's because you would the the reason that you like do you think if you'd never been told you were dyspraxic, you would have thought twice about picking up the ukulele if you wanted to play it? Like oh yeah, it, 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 it's not like I was like I want to learn the ukulele because yeah I no. have dyspraxia. Okay. I, I just wanted to learn it yeah, and that was just obviously a barrier, uh, something that made learning it difficult. <laughs> But do you think if you had never been diagnosed with dyspraxia, you would have even thought about it being... Or do you think you would have just seen it no, as... No, I would have. I would, I'd always had, oh. like, an interest in okay. learning yeah. instruments. No, like, I did right attempt guitar when I was, like, eight, but that was a disaster. <laughs> that did not go well. Fair enough. Well. And, you know, the... It, and part of that was because of dyspraxia, I got very impatient, like... Everyone else in my class, my little guitar playing class, you know, were progressing and I was just doing the same thing that we were doing in, like, the first lesson. And, you know, it was a very frustrating thing seeing everyone else was progressing whilst I was there still doing... So we had to do, just do M-I. So it's like, I think it's like this like classical guitar thing, just going M-I, M-I. <laughs> so basically just plucking two strings for literally, like, Month and a half. That's pretty much what I did each lesson was doing that. Right, so should get you on yeah. the podcast. Though. That sounds like you're pretty good now. <laughs> I, I can do that now. I can do that. <laughs> I can't remember what the two strings were though. M and I. What were you doing in those lessons if you can't even remember <laughs> what the <laughs> strings? Were? <laughs> oh, I think about it now. It's just popping into my head. It's probably middle finger, index finger, M I. Yeah. Well, on that note, I think we've come to come to conclusion. A... Tom, say something cool. For the That's record, can we, please. can we just, yeah. yeah, can we just, Jack, can you just do a disclaimer that I haven't said <laughs> you think is offensive? Because I'm worried that I've offended you now, and I didn't, I didn't set out to offend you, I was just going on what you set said. set out to offend me. Do you need a tissue for your you, tears? You haven't, you haven't offended me, but I can't say what our listeners have gone through. <laughs> I'm just going to get you to cut it. <laughs> Not going to happen. To be fair, I threw a bottle at you earlier, so I feel like we're even. No, I threw I a bottle at you twice. I didn't insult you. <laughs> This isn't, we don't need to be even. I just don't want. I don't care about the bottle. I just on, let's just make, let's make it even. Tom, it's fine. It's no, it's challenging. not about even. No, I just uh, I don't want to have said something. If if anyone is offended, I'm you really haven't sorry, said anything offensive. You've come at it from a curious and open position. 
Oh, phew, thank you. That's all I wanted. <laughs> Self-validation. And I got it. Now say something cool, not whiny. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, say something whiny to me. I was like, oh, please, everyone. Um, <laughs> Some kind of cool word you always text me. I can't think of any now. You can say, why don't we open the floor? Someone else can say something cool. Don't or jazz. There you have it. How do wow. we how do we do? Do we love that? We that was a good episode. It was good. It was interesting. It was, it was firing on all cylinders. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It, means, it, means it was good. <laughs> it was good. It was alright. It was alright. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. It was, it was good. All right. It was good. Um, That's a cars metaphor, isn't it? Which is important about cars yeah, and cars. The engines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on now. Uh, Do we have I didn't offend plug? Jack. I'm just going to say that now. Um, well, the audience will be the judge of that. That's my plug: is that Jack's Tom. Jack's still friends with me. So yeah. Um, and then it's just that uh, Casey's got the research project. Project. Casey's got a research Twitter. project. Yeah. Twitter at C Burge. O two, um, we've, we've retweeted it on our Twitter at Challenging Pod, so you can find that easily. And yeah. if you feel like you can help her, check it out. Oh, yeah. Obviously, we speak a, lot, a bit about the video that we talked about in the last episode. Yeah, uh, we'll probably relink the video again. I imagine. Yeah, I'll, I'll Tom, link it. Tom, Tom, Tom says yes. <laughs> Sweet. Um, Cheers. Bye. Thank you.